Welcome everyone. We are here live answering your questions. It is the beginning of a 12 hour epic Zoom Q&A. Oh my, what? <laughs> this is crazy. I've never done this before and honestly, I will probably never do it again. Probably gonna have PTSD after today going live for 12 hours. This is crazy. What am I doing? But you know what? I thought, how can I best serve you? And the best way for me to serve you is to honestly just answer your questions, right? And make sure that you can see how starting a preschool can bless your life and how it's gonna work for you. Because I think a lot of times when people think of this concept of like starting a preschool, it might be so foreign to you. Like it might be something that you have never thought about before. Um, and I just wanna make sure that everybody's got the, got the down low on all the answers. So let's start off first by saying hello to everyone. And also I wanted to make sure that you knew who I was because we have had probably, I think 750 of you jump in over the last couple weeks and you are brand new to me. So put in the chat, hashtag brand new, if you're hashtag brand new to me, um, or if you are hashtag PAS, that means you are a preschool all-star, you've been here for a bit, or uh, I think those are the only, or hashtag on the fence. <laughs> that means you've been on the fence for quite some time. You've been around me. You know, you know who I am, Joy Anderson, and you've just been around for a bit. That's okay. That's okay. We have, we have many different women in our group uh, from anywhere from being on the fence for years and years to um, being a preschool all-star to being brand new. So regardless of where you're at, we're just glad you're here. Um, I am live in two places right now, one on Zoom with my peeps. I'm gonna be um, helping you to answer your questions and making sure that you know how to get your you know, preschool started. And then of course, we're going to, after this hour, we're going to be going back into Facebook and I will be live there for 11 more hours answering even more questions. So uh, what we're gonna do is in Zoom, uh, good question, Alyssa. We'll be taking your question in just a minute. So in Zoom, I'm going to be answering only your questions for the next hour. So post all of your questions in the chat, and then I'm going to go to the very top and start answering questions one by one. So first, let me tell you a little bit about uh, who we are and what we do. So I'm Joy Anderson, and I came into this world <laughs> back in like 2008 because at that time I was a mom of three kiddos and just absolutely loving everything, being able to stay home with them and um, you know, making some side income. So let me know in the comments if you guys have ever you know, made some side income in your life. Things like I did in the back in the day was Pampered Chef. Um, basically like MLM, right? Network marketing, parties. Um, I sold stuff on eBay. I resold my kids' clothes, their toys. I took them to consignment shops, like stuff like that, right? So let me know in the comments if you guys have done any of those things. And then after I, um, you know, I think of the most I ever made one time was like 300 bucks a month, right? But at the time as a stay-at-home mom, I was like, this is awesome, yeah? Well, then fast forward to, you know, my kiddos are ages six, four, and two, and, you know, marriage was deteriorating. There was an eight-year marriage that was going on there, and it was honestly not the, the best situation to be in. Um, and I always thought that things were gonna change. Do you ever think that your life is gonna change, right? Like things will get better in the future. I'll just wait it out. Um, you know, they can, they'll, they'll make changes, things like that. That's what I always believed, is that things would get better in the future um, until one um, Sunday in the end of May. It's actually the night before June 1st. I'll tell you why that is important in a second but it was the last Sunday of May and I just had this overwhelming, overwhelming realization come over me that joy, this is your life and it will not change. 
And I was like, oh my gosh. And I realized at that moment, I needed to leave my eight-year marriage and I needed to take my kids with me. Um, and the, the very next morning I was gonna leave. Now this wasn't something I'd been planning for. This was something that just all of a sudden it was like, it was do or die, it was now or never. Like you need to leave right now. You know, as soon as morning comes and, uh, and you're able to, you leave. And so um, knowing what my kiddos were gonna go through, I wanted them to have one last day to be a kid before you know their entire world broke apart. And so I took them to the park in our neighborhood and um, with this weight on my shoulders of feeling what I was gonna do the next morning. And there I was sitting on the park bench watching my three kiddos play ages six, four, and two. Um, you know, and they have no clue what's about to hit them, right? I mean, I'm still processing it, right? Probably, you know, 30 minutes later, I'm like, what am I gonna do? Staring at them saying, how am I gonna support these kiddos? How am I gonna provide for them? Like, I'm a stay-at-home mom, I haven't had a job in eight years, right? Um, who's gonna hire me? Yeah, like I have a bachelor degree in English. Like, what is that gonna do? I can't even teach. What am I gonna, you know, I don't even know what I could do. Um, and I had no clue what I was supposed to do. Now, as moms, we have heard one thing, I think like drilled into us forever. And that one thing is, oh, well, if you wanna stay home with your kids and make money, what does people always tell us to do? Tell us to start a daycare, right? No worries, just start a daycare. Like that is the go-to. And back in 2008, that was the go-to. That was the only option, like start a daycare. And I pictured, on that, sitting on the park bench, I pictured like myself being surrounded by a bunch of other people's kids um, in the stress of like being on my own, going through a divorce and um, my kiddos needing me and fending for, you know, trying to get some time with me. But here I've got, you know, I would have all these other kids and babies and diapers. And I'm like, I don't want that. Like I... I can't, I can't be happy for 12 hours. Like, sorry, you know, like that is, that's not my world. Um, some people are able to, and I bless them. Like, oh my gosh, the world needs you. If that is you, I couldn't do it. Okay. And so I was like, well, I, that's not an option for me. Like my kids need me right now. The other, only other option as a stay at home mom, um, needing to provide income was okay. Well, then you need to go get a job. Right. And what do you have to do with your kids? If you get a job, gotta go put them in daycare. And I could not fathom the possibility of being away from my kids. Like I had been with them for eight years and all of a sudden I'd have to take them to daycare, right? In a time when they needed me the most. It's like, this is not an option. And so I, um, you know, sitting on that park bench, looking at them say, you know, praying to God, like I have no clue how I'm supposed to take care of these kids. How am I supposed to provide for this family? I was blessed with a memory, a memory of me, at a time when I was, you know, a couple of years earlier, um, my daughter was four at the time and she needed to go to kindergarten, right? She needed to be prepared. But I was looking for a preschool. There were no, there were no preschools. There was only just like daycares with preschool classes. Like, have you guys known the things where they like sit the kids around in um, tables and chairs and do worksheets for like 30 minutes and call that preschool? That's all there was in my town. I was like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to go to daycare. Like, I just wanted to get ready for kinder. And so me and a couple neighborhood friends would just like rotate homes, um, you know, couple times a week and I would teach them, <laughs> teach, like I put this in asterisks guys, I would teach them because I didn't know how to teach preschool. Um, but I did know how to have fun with my kids, right? And a couple of their friends. So we did like arts and crafts and you know, played outside and you know, did a lot of flashcards because I didn't know better back then. But anyways, and it, and it was fine, but I was blessed with that memory that 
even though we were doing this for free, there was many times when it would be their turn to teach and they didn't want to teach. And so they would say, well, could you teach Joy? I'm like, sure, I love teaching. Like, bring them on over. You know, they got sick or something. So yeah, bring uh, bring your kids over. And so, so I would be teaching all the time and I loved it. And I remembered thinking in that moment, wait a second, other moms didn't want to teach. I love teaching. I wonder if... I started charging the other moms for preschool, then I could make some income on this. And in fact, what if I could make a full-time income if I could get enough students? And it started like percolating. Here I'm sitting on this park bench, like I know what's gonna happen the next day. Like I know it's gonna be super stressful, but here is hope for me, right? There is hope, there is a solution in the future that I could start a preschool um, and be able to like, provide a consistent income, actually play with my kids while I worked instead of like sending them off. Yeah. Wow. What an idea that would be. Yes. And so then I, um, you know, took the kids home and we went to bed and I, even though knowing that I was leaving the next morning, leaving that eight year marriage and taking my kids, I felt in my heart, it's going to be okay. You have the solution. You just got to go work it. And so I, um, woke up the next morning left with the kids and the rest is history. Um, I had only 30 days to be able to pay my mortgage um, and it was a whirlwind. It was a lot of stressful nights. I mean, nobody back then was Joy Anderson. Nobody taught me how to start a preschool. <laughs> I had to become Joy Anderson and learn how to do this thing. Um, didn't know how it was gonna work out, didn't understand it, basically had to do the opposite of daycare. And so we're gonna talk about that too. Um, and finally, after 30 days, was able to sign up 24 students, so six students in four different classes, and uh, started my preschool the very first day, and you know, opening the front door, good morning, welcome to preschool, and come on in, you know, my kids are excited for preschool, I'm excited for preschool, and that is my beginning of my preschool. Um, it was able to provide me a full-time income. It also provided me the ability to stay home with my kids, most importantly, right? And and then after about a year, I was like, this is so amazing. Like other women should do this too. And I just felt so called to share. This is something you should know about me. Like my, my love language is acts of service. And so I always want to share with people anything that I'm doing. Um, and this was the thing that I was like, this is like, people need to know about this. Like nobody told me on the park bench, like you need to start a preschool. I wish people had told me. So then I, uh, was able to start teaching other women how to do it. You know, here's what I did. You should try it too. And like finessing the, the methods and stuff and eventually created preschool in a box, which you can see there, um, was able to help, you know, at that time, hundreds of women start their preschools. Um, and it was really fun. And then our preschool grew. We, over a 10 year period, had enrolled over a thousand students in our school. Uh, we also had hired, you know, almost 50 teachers. We had, um, Oh, we had multiple locations. And then I'm just loving your cat over there, Amanda, on Zoom. <laughs> or dog, it's your doggy. <laughs> I saw the two ears. That's all I saw at the moment. Um, so then I, uh, anyways, we're helping women start preschools. And my preschool's growing so big, eventually after the 10 year mark, I said, I'm ready to do something different here. And I'm ready to go share this message big time with the world, right? And so we, um, sold the preschool. We made $1.75 million in my preschool program. I mean, I can't even believe it. Like every time I say that number, like me, the stay at home mom with no degree in early childhood, no degree in business, no degree in marketing had never done a business before that made more than $300. 
Um, this little old stay-at-home mom, right? Honestly, guys, I have I have a GED. I don't know if you knew that. Like, I didn't even go to high school, right? So, um, and this, and I obviously went to college, right? But I did not get a high school diploma. And, like, I was able to do it, you know? Having no no help and just, just honestly trying to figure it out on my own. I don't want anyone to go through that, though. So I put together all my knowledge and have been teaching women ever since how to do this. This is honestly all I've ever done since 2008 is, like, preschool. And so I'm so excited to share this with you. Um, over the last several years, I wrote a book. You guys probably have that. Um, hashtag book if you have my book. And um, if you don't, go to freepreschoolbook.com to get it. And I've just been trying to share this message with everyone. And then we created a community called Preschool All-Stars to be able to support you as well um, in a, in a close-knit community where, of course, we're going to need that sisterhood to be able to, you know, have the support because many of us don't have the support in our lives, right? Anyways... Over the past several years, so ever since 2009, when I started teaching this, we've helped thousands of women come home, quit their jobs, be able to stay with their family, and create their successful preschools. Um, after COVID, we also transitioned everybody onto online preschool, and we were the forefront leaders there teaching, because we got everybody's local preschools onto online, and of course, then we realized, oh, snap, you can also start an online preschool. <laughs> that was never a thing before, and, uh, and then we've been helping thousands of women do that too. So it's your turn. <laughs> it's your turn, my friends. We are here today on Saturday, April 15th, to um, have an epic Q&A session. So what we're going to do, post in the Zoom chat. The people who are on Zoom are those who are registered for our challenge. So go ahead and post in the chat your questions for me. I'm going to be answering your questions here until the top of the hour. And then I'm going to shift over to Facebook and I'm going to go talk to the Facebook land for the next 11 hours and just be answering questions all day. This is my uh, service to you is just my brain for the next 12 hours. Honestly, I would love, here's what I would love at the end of the day, when I go to bed tonight, what I would love is for people who didn't know much about this opportunity or just barely came into my world or, you know, are wondering how is this going to work for you? Um, I'd love for you to just have more clarification. I'd love for you to have more clarity. I'd love for you to be inspired about what's possible for you and to have hope. Remember at that park bench, all I needed was hope. I just needed the possibility that this could work and that it could work for me and it could work for me right now. And that is my gift to you this next uh, 12 hours is to provide that for you. Um, because I want to be that woman on the park bench next to you. I want to be saying, you know, I know that you thought the only two options were to stay home with your kids and start a daycare, but you probably don't want to do that 12 hour days, babies, etc., all the diapers or put your kids in daycare and go get a job. And you probably don't want to do that either. And if that's you, my friends, then I'm here for you, right? Um, but my ultimate goal, obviously, I want you to get this knowledge. I want you to understand that there's a possibility here that starting a preschool can be the absolute best thing for you um, to be able to stay home and not start a daycare, right? I'm here for that. That's great. Knowledge is only one thing. And if you got my email, you heard my words, which was knowledge is great, but knowledge on its own does nothing. Okay. Knowledge with action. That is the only thing that actually produces results. Okay. Knowledge with action. And so my goal is not to just give you knowledge today. 
It's to plant the seed, always to plant the seed of hope and what could be possible for you. But then I'm going to ask you to take it one step further. And I'm going to ask you to register for my free challenge. We're starting it on Monday. If you haven't registered yet, go to preschoolchallengehome.com and it will have the link to register for our um, for our free challenge because I want you to take those action steps. Next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we are going to be meeting every single night and giving a short training plus a short action step, 60 minutes total. I guarantee this will be the simplest, easiest, fastest challenge I've ever done to get you results, to helping you to actually take steps towards starting and growing your preschool, to making, you know, some of you even $1,000 in one day when you post the script on day five, some of you even signing up seven students in seven days with this new script, a script I've never taught before publicly and even my preschool all-stars, I can't wait for you to do it because we're gonna do it in a group setting, which is going to blow up your post in a really good way. So that's what I'm here for, friends. That's, that's my ultimate goal. I want you to not only get knowledge from today, but take the action steps, continue with me for this next week, and we're gonna have a great time together. So now we're gonna go into the comments on Zoom. I'm gonna be answering questions on Zoom for um, all the way to the top of the hour. And then at the top of the hour, I'm gonna go back into Facebook and we're gonna be like broadcasting on all my channels, Facebook and YouTube and all the things, maybe even TikTok if I can figure that one out. And I'm just gonna go live for the next 11 hours. So. I'm gonna go look through all the questions here on Zoom. So Zoomies, <laughs> Zoom buddies, post your questions. Any question you have about starting a preschool, um, how it could work for you, any question you have, honestly, that is just like nagging in your head. Okay, Alyssa, hey friend, you had asked, is the program only to start a preschool? Uh, the person ref who referred me thought that there was assistance for other types of businesses. Ah, you're right, absolutely, Alyssa. Our go-to, you know, vehicle is preschools, right? Like we have helped thousands of women start preschools. That's like the typical thing that everybody knows me for. However, here's what's crazy, my friends. You see that cool thing called preschool in a box there? It's basically a business in a box. It's a teaching business in a box because what's what we realized after I've helped thousands of women is that not only do my marketing strategies and teaching strategies and business strategies work for starting a preschool, they work to create any teaching business that you want to create. So for instance, if you want to create a local K-12 school or a micro school or a uh, virtual tutoring school or tutoring sessions at home, or if you want to do any other teaching business, right? Like that you could think of where you teach students, even, get this, even adult students, okay? We, I think of Kristen Lucas Smith and how originally she started teaching online preschool. She has a passion for teaching Spanish, right? So she taught preschoolers Spanish. She taught those who didn't know how to speak uh, Spanish, so English, learning Spanish as a second language, or Spanish speakers learning English as a second language. She was teaching both of them. Then she said, you know what, this is amazing, teaching, teaching preschoolers, but I, she, she had this passion for teaching adults who really struggled through those high school Spanish classes and college classes and like never really learned Spanish. And she's like, but I have a framework for them. I know how to teach them. And so she now is teaching adults, adults, <laughs> she's teaching adults how to learn Spanish because she learned all the principles of, you know, how to sign up students, how to market herself, how to uh, effectively price her classes and add massive value and put herself out there. And now she's teaching this and she's got 
oh, I don't even know, millions of views over in TikTok, right? And she's got, you know, tens of thousands of people or thousands of people or something like that in her Spanish Facebook group for adults. She's just, she's on fire, right? So yes, the, the answer was, um, can you do this for a preschool? Absolutely. In fact, that's, you know, the 90% what we teach here. But it's crazy because the strategies you will learn, you will be learning business, you'll be learning marketing, you'll be learning teaching, you learn all these things with me. And then it's like, what is your passion? What are you called to? For me, it was specifically starting a preschool because my children were preschool age too, right? So it was beautiful. I could take them with me to class. Um, and for you, that passion might be helping students with special needs, right? I think there's a lot of our all-stars who actually serve special needs community, or there might be a passion for uh, you know, teaching something else. Whatever is on your heart, my friend, if you want a teaching business, yes, this, this will help you. Uh, yay, we've got Ogo who's brand new. This is amazing. Okay, so let's look for questions over here in Zoom. I'm just scrolling through my uh, things here. Okay, thank you everyone um, who's posted. Hey, Amanda. Okay, Amanda is one of our preschool all-stars. She is talking about the business part of the guides. Later on, whenever you guys come into our world, um, you're gonna be learning all about how to set up your business, right? Like the actual DBA, the LLC, the EIN, you know, registering your name, like all these things. And the good thing is you don't have to go it alone. We'll teach you how to do that. Um, and so, Yes, Amanda, the, the answer for you is yes. You can go ahead and continue to move on as you figure out the business side. Okay, oh, I love this. Terry just put in the comment, she says, yes, I've used this model to, to scale my sensory bin business. So it's not only, I mean, think of like, what else do you wanna sell? Like Terry obviously has her online preschool, but then she also does sensory bins on the side. Like it's like you could do t-shirts, you could do whatever you want. Um, but what's great is that the principles you learn, obviously, um, are the things that can relate to other things as well. Hey, Lakeisha, this is a great question. Lakeisha on our Zoom asked, if we're doing online preschool, do you need a license? And the answer is no. So let's talk about local preschool and online preschool. Of course, local is gonna mean in-person, people who come to your home, your church, your um, other location, wherever you're at, okay? However, if we do um, online, it just means that they can log on to Zoom or Google Meet, whichever you choose, we do prefer Zoom, um, and they can just see you here like me, right? Uh, here on Zoom. So when you're doing online preschool, think about the world of the internet. There is no governing agency for licensing on the internet because there is no governing agency on the internet, period. So there's nobody who says what you can teach and what you can't teach. You know, if you have the degree or you don't have the degree, there's no rules on the internet, okay? Now I do have some rules for you. My rules are this, my rules are you need to love kids, okay? If you don't love kids, we can just say goodbye right now and peace out and have a good day. There's no th nothing I can help you with if you don't love kids. <laughs> That's number one. I got a lot of loves on that one. Uh, number two, um, you also need to understand like the developmentally appropriate uh, practice for children, right? Like how to teach them. The good thing is, if you don't know it, we'll teach you, okay? Uh, we've, we've got that all, we'll be able to teach you how to do that. You just need to know what it is and how to teach effectively. No worries, we'll help you do that. Um, the third thing is, you just need to be able to constantly um, 
take action toward your steps and not give up. So if you have this, like, you're like, hey, I really would love to do this thing, but you don't take any action steps. Well, then you're never going to start a preschool, right? So knowing all that, online preschool has no licensing requirements. You, you could start an online preschool or an online teaching program, anything like that with uh, no degree, no experience, no, no, nothing. Okay. As long as you have that love for kiddos and as long as you follow our step-by-step guidelines and trainings, you're going to be able to create a successful preschool program. Um, now let's talk about local. Here's what I love about local preschool. A lot of people get a little bit scared about local. They think, oh, it's going to be so much more difficult. You know, like local's so hard. I actually get this comment a lot is people are just like, well, I'll do online preschool because it's easier and, and local is just so hard. There's so many steps. Here's actually what I would urge you to think about. I'd actually urge you to say, consider the possibility that local isn't harder. Consider the possibility that local doesn't have a bunch of steps. Hmm. <laughs> because it's just a business, no different than online. And online and local actually have similar amount of steps, okay? The way I teach it is an easy way for you to be able to get into local. And so we teach you to be able to start a preschool without a license, even locally. The way we do that is we look at your state. And every state has certain licensing guidelines. And if you're thinking about licensing, we're talking more about childcare licensing, daycare licensing, because preschool falls into that category, that umbrella. So even though we um, are operating a preschool where we're teaching children ages three to five for a couple hours every day, and we are, um, and then they go home, right? Instead of staying all day with us and not all ages, even though we're doing a different model, we still fall under that childcare licensing um, umbrella. So we do need to check with our state. The cool thing is, is we've got all the guidelines for you to check your state's requirements and to see, okay, based on, you know, you live in Idaho. Well, if you live in Idaho, you can teach up to six students at one time without a license, okay? And so that means that like immediately, I could start my preschool, six kiddos in a class, my kiddos could come from, let's say there could be one class Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're going to show up at my house from 9 to 1130 in the morning. And then they're going to go home. That's one group of six kids. But then guess what? I've got Monday, Wednesday, Friday afternoon open. So a different group of six kids can come over Monday, Wednesday, Friday afternoon. That's my second class, okay? Then they go home. But what about Tuesday, Thursday? I've got an opening in my schedule and maybe I want to make more money. So every Tuesday, Thursday from 9 to 1130, they're gonna come over into my home. A different group of six kids. So that's three groups of six kids now. I'm up to six times three is 18, right? Let's get our multiplication tables out. Um, and then finally, what about Tuesday, Thursday afternoon? Ah, another class, that's a fourth class. Tuesday, Thursday from 12 to 2.30, I could teach these new set of six kids. I could have 24 students in Idaho without being licensed, okay? Not all at one time, obviously. How cool is that? Also in Idaho, if I was teaching four-year-olds, I don't have to be licensed either. I could teach as many four-year-olds as I want without being licensed. Ha! Huh, that's amazing, okay? Or if I wanted to teach, uh, you know, um, Christian curriculum or something or a, or a religious curriculum in Idaho, I could have any number of uh, students because it's, a, because it's a religious school. So very interesting, isn't it? So all you need to do is, you know, find out your state's licensing program, like how many students you can have at one time without being licensed. And then you can start your preschool without being licensed. Now, of course, if you wanna grow bigger, cause I started with 24 students, but if you wanna grow bigger, then you just need to get licensed. And I'm gonna ask you one question real quick to everybody in Facebook and Zoom. I'll ask you one question. How many daycares do you see around the world? 
Do you see a lot of daycares around the world? You probably see them around every corner of your little city, right? And even if you think about how many daycares are in the homes in your neighborhoods, okay? I bet there's even more daycares in the homes of your neighborhoods. The point is this, getting a license is not hard. They were able to do it. Do you think that they're somehow smarter than you? Do you think that they're rocket scientists, like under the guise of a daycare? <laughs> no, they're just like you and I. They just filled out some papers, <laughs> that's all. So it is not hard to get a license um, if you wanna grow your preschool beyond the number of students you can have. Cool thing is, is you can be able to, um, with local preschool, uh, we've obviously got all the licensing guidelines already. You could go to preschoolsystem.com slash licensing to be able to find those requirements and it'll tell you immediately what your state's requirements are. But again, for online preschool, no license, no degree, no experience, nothing needed. And that means that for local preschool, if you can teach you know, up to six students at a time without being licensed, that means you don't need a degree, you don't need experience, you don't need uh, any of those things. Of course, we do want you to follow correct principles, so you'll you, you'll follow our trainings, okay, um, to make sure that you know how to teach preschool and uh, in a developmentally appropriate way. But all those things can be learned, and they don't have to be learned in a college setting, okay? Love it. Okay, let's continue. Hey, Daniela, she asked a great question. Um, can I set up an online preschool without preschool in a box? Being what I, being that I know how to basically set up a business. <laughs> She's asking about our preschool in a box over there. And we'll talk more about this at the end of the challenge. We're not going to get into it today. But basically, preschool in a box is all of your done for you materials, your forms, your marketing, your business guidelines, um, your curriculum, everything done for you. Um, Daniela, I will ask you this. How long have you been following me? And have you set up your online preschool yet? At this point, are you full? If you are not full, if you've been following me for a bit and you're not full, then I would probably say you have your answer already. The great thing about our program with anything that we do is we give you the step-by-step -step format of how to set up your preschool and that way that you don't mess anything up along the way. There are so many steps and uh, you know, making sure that you go faster through it. If you think about setting up a business, it's not just like, oh, I know how to set up a business, but do you know how to market? Do you know how to find your people? Do you know how to sign up those students? Do you know how to keep them? Do you know how to add value to your program? Do you know how to um, effectively like use all of the time that you have, which is probably pretty limited uh, as women as we are, you know, and do only the most important things that are gonna move the needle in your business, right? And fill up your programs. So I never suggest anyone to do this on their own. I have done it on my own. And it is incredibly hard, okay? I was in a rock and a hard, hard place. My back was up against the wall. I had those 30 days to start my preschool. I had no other choice, okay? Uh, I don't want anybody to be put in that position. If I can help them to go faster, to make it easier so that you don't give up, because that's the thing. Every time you hit a roadblock, every time you have a stumbling block, you will slow down or you will stop altogether. And it's those times that truly, you know, define you. Like, are you going to continue past this? Do you have the energy to go continue past it, right? Do you have the resources and the money? I think right now of our um, good friend, Maureen Tanai. Maureen found me when she had been, you know, trying to start a childcare business. She knew the business steps, right? Uh, but what she didn't know was how to sign up students. And she didn't realize that there was a, a different model she could do. When she found me, she had wasted over $10,000 in marketing because she didn't know the steps to do. And she didn't do the right ones at the right time. And she, she has always said to me, Joy, 
I wish I had found you earlier. <laughs> I would have 10 more thousand dollars sitting in my bank account that I didn't waste, you know? Um, and now she's, she loves what she's doing right now. She helps children read online. And so she has her online preschool and she teaches children how to read. And she, she's like so passionate about it. And I love that about Maureen. And so I never recommend anybody do it without us. I mean, I offer so many free resources, but the truth is, is that we really need that step-by-step -step, um, and you'll get that through our training. So thanks for asking. And I'm so glad for you to be in this challenge so I can help you along the way. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, this is great. Uh, let's see what other questions. Oh, Danielle, a good question on Zoom. Doing preschool online, what supplies would I need as a teacher? Uh, do the students get the same supplies? Do I order the supplies? Do I send it to them? Great question about online preschool. So a lot of people are wondering like, okay, local preschool, you're obviously going to have their crayons and their scissors and like everything is already at your home, ready to go, your arts and crafts, etc. What about an online preschool? Like, should we send them a welcome kit? Should we send them a monthly craft kit? Now we've got preschool all-stars who have done both options and I've seen the pros and cons to both. I always suggest sending a welcome kit out to your online preschoolers um, once they sign up with you because who doesn't like to get stuff in the mail, right? I mean, come on, like it's the best day ever when you get a package on the doorstep, yes. Um, I know that many of our people, when they get their preschool in a box or they get their book, in fact, should we open up our book right now? Oh, okay, right after this question, we're gonna open up our book, okay? Anyways, um, Yes, send a welcome kit out. And the cool thing is you might just wanna put in some fun supplies. Just make sure that they have their markers, their crayons, their scissors, their glue, um, stuff like that. And maybe even like a, a thing of construction paper just for them to have fun at their own. Um, and of course, you know, you could even add a welcome t-shirt, a little preschool t-shirt. We love t-shirts. This is one of our um, t-shirts. If you're on Facebook land, you can see it. It says, got kids, I teach preschool, let's talk. Um, you get that when you're a preschool all-star, but oh. T-shirts are so fun. So anyways, yes, I love the idea of sending a welcome kit when they sign up, but now let's talk about the monthly craft concept. My suggestion, my friends, is we do not go down that route. It is incredibly expensive to, and time consuming, to put together all of these craft materials, and if they went to the right home every single time without getting lost, I would say maybe I would consider it, but the problem is, is let's say you got 10 students, and you spend, you know, your hours, because let's get real, it's going to take hours, your hours assembling their monthly craft kit, and you've punched out all the things, and you've got all these cute whatevers, and you stick them in there, and you ship it out to the home, and let's say it doesn't show up. Now, you didn't make 11 kits, you made 10, because you had 10 students, you didn't want to waste money for that month. So you, so you, they didn't get it. That sucks for them. They're gonna feel crappy about your preschool because they didn't get it. You see what I'm saying? Um, but, and then you're like, I don't have an extra one. So now you're scrambling to go make an extra one. It's, you're frustrated and whatever. Maybe there's two kids. Now you gotta do two kids. And then you ship it out again, hoping you've already paid the postage on it, plus the cost of the supplies, you're already out. Now you're starting to lose some money. If you were ever going to go the route of wanting to add a mailer of a subscription kit to these students, here's actually what I would do. I would partner with somebody. I would partner with somebody who already does this and they, so like for instance, I mean, it's no different than when you add value to your preschool program and you add valuable services like we do when you uh, join Preschool All-Stars, you get access to all of our Spanish classes for free. So you're adding value to your preschool program 
by giving them more things that add the value so that when you say, hey, you get like, you know, $1,000 worth of value this month and it's only for the cost of $100 a month, you can see that they're like, oh my gosh, I get this for free and this for free and this for free and I get all these things for free. I only got to pay 100 bucks a month or whatever it is for your preschool tuition. And so the beautiful thing there is like, Okay, well, if you know you get 100 bucks a month per kid, let's assume maybe, I mean, for online preschool, we're just having fun here, so we'll say 100 bucks a month per kid. You might say to yourself, you know what? What if I partnered with some other subscription kit? There is a gazillion preschool craft kits out there that already do this service, that already pack it up on their own, that already have the materials, that already ship these things out and track them. What if I just paid them, like, 10 bucks per kid or something or 20 bucks per kid so that the kid could get the craft kit that month. That could be a value service. You're maybe out 20 bucks that month, but you're not wasting time. You're not reshipping out kits if the kid lost it because guess what? It's the other company who's gonna now ship it out. Do you see what I'm saying? How valuable that could be to you. So if you found a program out there for like, you know, 10, 15 bucks per kid where you could ship them out like something in the mail every month, they would love that. The parents would love you and you wouldn't have to deal with any of the headache and it'd probably still cost you a similar amount because like they're buying in bulk and you'd have to like just buy 10 things at a time. You get what I'm saying? So you're not saving any money. Cool. Next question. That was a great question. Um, let's see here. Doo -doo -doo. Oh, Daniela again. Good questions, Daniela. What system do we use for online school? Do we use Zoom, Ring Central, Go, uh, Google Meet? Zoom. Zoom is the best, easiest, fat. Everybody understands Zoom. Just do Zoom. Don't don't do other things. Uh, let's see here. Oh, go. You said you don't know how to access your points page anymore. Welcome everyone who has just joined. I'm Joy Anderson and we are answering questions about how to start a preschool. And then also once you've registered for our free challenge that comes up Monday, Monday in two days, guys, two days, um, you have the opportunity to earn points, to earn prizes. In fact, even a t-shirt. Yes, you can earn a t-shirt today. Um, so the way that you're going to do that is there is a special link and let me go ahead and post that link really quick here and everybody who hasn't registered yet be sure to go register here um, and then if you have registered you're like how do i access the points page well the way you do that is you just go back to that registration link i just put it in the chat there just go back to the registration link and it will either redirect you to your points page or you just need to re-sign up with the same email address, okay? Same email address that you were using before and um, then it will show you your points page. So just remember whatever email you've been receiving emails with about your points. Okay, let's continue with the questions. Uh, let's see here. Points are super fun. You guys can uh, earn points with referrals, like referring people to our challenge. We've already had many people refer people to our challenge. So thank you. And if you referred, that's amazing. Uh, let's see here. Hey, Claudia, great question. We're going to talk more about that soon. Claudia had asked, you know, does preschool all-stars, which of course we'll talk about later um, at the end of the challenge, she said, does that help us create our online preschool website with our marketing? Yes, Claudia, absolutely it does. Um, it helps you create your website, manage your business. It also helps you with all of your marketing. So yes. Hey, Lolly Castillo, how can I time manage doing preschool and family and starting my business? Hashtag me if that is you. Post in the comments because I bet it is many of you who have that same question. Okay, I want to talk two sides of the coin. Can we talk to, can I be real with you for a sec? 
Guys, if anything, if anything, I am just straight up with you, okay? So here's the truth. I don't believe in a work-life balance being equally balanced. Let me clarify. You know how like you think of balance, a scale, where you got this side of the scale. I got to really figure out my, there, we got two scales. <laughs> my arms look really weird. <laughs> I got two scales here for Facebook land, okay? And you know, some people believe that everything has to be equal on, on either side all the time or life cannot go on. When is it ever equal, my friends? When is it ever equal? It's never equal. If it's if it's equal, you are on the cusp of having a trial. <laughs> like a trial is right around the corner, I'm telling you. Sometimes God will give you like a little break, a little breather room, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're back under the water, okay? So I personally never believe that life is meant to be completely balanced all the time. That's not life, that is not the world we live in, okay? However, it is incredibly important for me to put my time into my family. Also incredibly important for me to put my time into my business because my business provides the income to pay for my family, which allows me to have time with my family. So do you understand how both are actually incredibly important? Yes? If we had no business, then sometimes we might ask ourselves, well, then how are we able to spend so much time with our family because maybe we need to provide income for our family. Yes. Okay. So they're both important. We can't have one without the other. Right. And is either one more important? Of course, family always comes first. hundred percent. Right. We've got God and then family and then business. Yes. That is the priority of how it should be. However, in this scenario, sometimes if we are like, okay, I've already got my life. <laughs> Joy, I already know what my life looks like right now. And now you're asking me to like add this other thing to it. Oh, Joy, that feels heavy right now. Let me know, hashtag heavy, if it's feeling a little bit heavy to you. Where, you know, it's a brand new idea. Brand new ideas take time to process. Brand new ideas take time to learn. However, wouldn't you rather, if you had an opportunity in front of you, would you like to go the slow way with lots of mistakes and lots of money wasted, lots of time wasted? Or would you like to get on the speedy track fast path, okay? To like the speedy track fast path is gonna help you get your answers fast, your correct path fast, everything like finely curated for your success based on thousands of other women having already gone through this thing. I would prefer that, I think you would too, right? We have to understand that it's at times in our lives, we will be unbalanced. Almost all times in our lives, we're unbalanced, okay? Balance is not the word. What I believe is the word is this. I call it steadying the ship, okay? This is my framework called steadying the ship. And what I believe it is, is I want to find the fastest, has anybody heard the term MVP? M as in mom, V as in valuable, P as in potato. MVP, but it's actually for minimum viable product, MVP. If someone's putting out a software, they're gonna put it out, out an MVP. Get it out into the world as fast as you can, find out all the problems, fix it, keep going, okay, MVP. I believe in MVP in life. Let's talk about that. If I'm spending time in my family, I want to know the fastest result that I can get in the least amount of time. Let me explain. Do you guys know that there's a principle called the five love languages? And in that principle, they say, and I'm kind of going sideways, but this is really important. And this is a principle that is going to last you your entire life. So listen up, okay? Just because it's not about preschool, it's still related to your preschool business and how you can be successful. So the general gist is this. If you, there's five love languages, acts of service, uh, quality time, physical touch, gifts, and words of affirmation. 
And if you learn the person's love language, you can speak that love language and they feel loved to the moon, okay? If you speak the wrong love language to them, they don't really feel anything. It's not really like they're like, oh, I'm loved. They're just kind of like, thanks, right? We've all been there. Maybe it was your, um, think about how you feel really good when your, your spouse or a, a family member or a friend did something for you, to you, and you just felt so loved. I'm gonna give an example. My husband, before he went on a trip this last weekend, he took my car to get an oil change and he filled it up and he cleaned it. Now to me, that is like, I am loved to the moon because I didn't wanna do those things. And so me, I'm acts of service. When he does anything for me, I just feel like, wow. Like, and that'll last for days. Okay, that feeling will last for days because it's so potent, so powerful. I think of him. He could care less if I did his laundry. He could care less if I, you know, cleaned his car. What, what his love language is, is physical touch. If I rub his hair during a movie, oh, he's in heaven, right? If I just rub his arm, <laughs> he's in heaven. Okay, you get what I'm saying? And so I know that I can spend 20 minutes, you know, rubbing his hair during a movie. And guess what? That is going to last all day long. He's going to be, he's going to be to the moon happy. We're going to be good. Okay. I don't, versus if I spent hours doing all the things for him, you know, cleaning the car, mowing the lawn, cleaning the house. I don't even know all these things. He would, at the end of the day, he'd be, I don't even know sometimes if he would notice. Okay. That's not on him. That's not a problem with him. That just means that that's not his love language. So I'm going to ask you to find out. Uh, the book is called Five Love Languages. I have it somewhere, typically around here somewhere. Oh, it's right here. <laughs> Five Love Languages. I, there you go, Zoomers. Okay. And figure out what your family's love language is. Okay. And then I want you to do the, those, those love languages because you can do that in 20 minutes, 20 minutes with their time, like, like, uh, really curated experience for them. And that feeling's gonna last a long time. MVP, okay? Minimum viable product. It's okay to talk about it like that. How can we help our family feel loved in the fastest way possible? It is okay, friends. We don't have unlimited time on this earth. We have to figure out how do we get stuff done quick? We're women, yes, okay? We gotta figure it out fast. So that's number one, how to take care of your family, all right? Number two is how you take care of yourself right? Because if in this whole situation of you feeling like, Ooh, joy's adding a whole nother block to me right now. No, we're just reorganizing a few things. We're saying, okay, you're already spending time with your family. How can we spend time differently with them? That makes them feel so loved in that moment that they're like, I'm good. Peace out. I'm good, mom. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. You're going to go work on your business for all. No worries. Cause I just had 20 minutes of your like undivided attention or 20 minutes of you X, Y, Z or whatever it is. Okay. Okay. Then you say about yourself, what do I need to be able to give to my family, to be able to put into the business? What am I doing in my life right now that is not serving me? And we're going to start taking some stuff out of our life because you cannot fill a hole if it's already full. Yes or no? Yes or yes, right? So here you got this like your life is already full and you're like trying to put more on top of it and you're like, uh-uh, I'm not going to do it, Joy. That feels bad. I'm not going to do that. Instead, what you might say is, what do I need to take out of my life? And I want you to think about only things that move the needle. Move the needle means like if you were going to be in a race car, right? Who of us drives race cars? If you do, cool. I just don't. Um, and you put that foot to the 
the floorboard. I don't even know the terms. You put the foot to the floorboard and you just gun it, right? It's gonna move the needle really fast. What's the one thing you need to remove out of your life that is gonna provide more time? What's the one thing you need to you know, put into your family's life that's gonna give you more time because they already feel so loved that they don't need all your time, okay? Um, there's sacrifices in anything, my friends. There are sacrifices in anything, but a sacrifice does not mean it is bad, okay? We have to still love our family, but I'm gonna ask you, what, have, what in your life are you doing right now that may be not serving you? I also think about big, sorry, little hinges swing big doors. This is a, a common phrase in the marketing world. What is a little hinge that will swing a big door? You look at a, a giant you know, door over there. I'm looking over at my, um, my front door. A big old door, heavy door, right? But it's got three little tiny hinges that support this massive thing from going from shut to open. A completely different state, right? What in your life are the little hinges that can make a big difference right now? That's what we're identifying. I'm going to tell you one right now. It's social media. It is you being on live with me for 12 hours. Don't do it. <laughs> Pop in and then get out. Like get, you know, get some little nuggets. Awesome. You do not need to be here for 12 hours with me. Please don't. That's a waste of your time. Because you got other stuff you got to go do. I can be here for 12 hours because this is my time to be able to give to you. But you have other things you need to go do. Okay? So, you know, you're going to get some, but then you're going to go out. Okay? You're going to go spend some time with your family. You're going to go maybe meal prep or go prepare for this next week. Go buy some groceries. Okay? You're going to do things in your life that are going to support you this next week. Right? You're going to maybe take a bath tonight so that you can, like, be de-stressing. Maybe read a book. Get off social media in the sense of scrolling. Now, I will be the first, and I know I'm going deep on this, but guys, you need this, okay? And then we're going to come back to some preschool questions in a second. But the truth is, like, social media, holy crap. My phone is over here, so I can't grab it to, like, show you TikTok right now. I don't even have TikTok on my phone because I had to take it off. It was so consuming me, like, because I'm a creator, so I like to view life as, like, how could I make this into a TikTok video or what idea should I have for that or how could I do that? And so... Just the very sake that I could create TikTok videos made me feel like my entire life was consumed with ideas for TikTok videos. Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not alone. But it was just overwhelming. And then of course, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get ideas. And you start scrolling. And within three scrolls, you're gone, right? I mean, it's three hours later and you're like, dang. And some of you, me also, in the past, I would have said, but this is my downtime. This is how I, what do you call it, um, relax, right? I would have said that, I would have owned up to that, right? Like, this is just my chill time. Everybody's allowed to have chill time, yeah. Did I need three hours of scrolling? No, that was, that was a, <laughs> that's a waste of time. What I could have done is MVP, again, minimal viable product. What is the fastest way for me to feel relaxed? What is the fastest way for me to feel like I, can move on with a different task. It's not scrolling. It's not scrolling Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is for you. That will literally screw up your head. I am so fired up about this. It, it changes the way you think. Prove me wrong that when you're on Facebook, you don't scroll three times before forgetting what you were there to do in the first place, right? I, sometimes I'll open up a new tab and I'll be like, oh, I need to go message this person. Oh, I need to go uh, put a Facebook event, whatever it is. And yet within, like if as soon as I hit the Facebook landing page, right? And before clicking what I'm supposed to do, I see something interesting and I start 
scrolling. Within three scrolls, guys, I forget what I was literally there to do three scrolls, a hundred scrolls prior. And it, it scrambles your brain. No joke, it scrambles your brain. It, it makes you so looking for dopamine hits all the time that you're just like, you can't focus. And so I have had to, I, I took TikTok off my phone. I can't have it. Like it's one of those things, guys. It's one of those things you need to have some, some awareness about yourself. If you're spending three hours to reset, we got a problem. Well, what's the way that we can, is it to go out for a walk for 20 minutes? I guarantee that will get you reset. Is it to take a bath for 20 minutes with some Epsom salts in a ridiculously hot bath? You can't stay there longer than 20 minutes, okay? Like figure out the fastest way for you to reset and it is not scrolling the phone. It will mess up your focus. And then you go to a task that you actually need to do or you actually want to do and you're sitting there like, and it's just not working, right? Like you gotta do it. It's important for you to do your job or your life or whatever, you gotta do this thing, but you're like, like you can't even focus. Okay, maybe it's just me. <laughs> maybe I'm the only one affected right now. Who knows? <laughs> Let's continue. That was an amazing question. So Loli, to sum up, okay? I do not believe in a balanced life all the time. That is not the world we live in. We live in a world that is imperfect, that has trials, that is guaranteed to always throw us off balance. However, God, family, business, that's the order of things in my belief. And so when we give time to God, okay, when we give time to our family, when we figure out like how can we reset ourselves because we need to stay sharp, we gotta be on it, okay? But we can do it in shorter time blocks, Okay, what do we have to take out of our life? We gotta get rid of some stuff. And you know what? Some stuff's gonna fall to the wayside. It just is. You're not gonna have it all. I love this thought, this concept of people being um, over in, what do we call it? Like, um, ooh, in just about two minutes, I need to go live on the other platform. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna copy everybody's questions. Give me one second while I copy your questions over here in Zoom. There we go. Why can't I copy these babies? Come on. Ooh, now we got them. Almost there. No, it disappeared. Can I download the chat? Let's see. Unmute. <laughs> okay. We'll bring the questions over into Facebook in a second because I, I have to do that, that Zoom over that live over there. What was I saying? Um, it's really good. It's all about like, yeah. Anyways, you get the idea. <laughs> Okay, here's what we're gonna do, friends. Here's what we're gonna do. Yes, pop in and out all day long. Go, go figure out yourself. What are the minimal viable products? What are the times that I can spend the least amount of time doing something that is the most important thing I need to do for that person, for my church, for my family, for my business, whatever it is? Think of it in time blocks. Like if I have 20 minutes right now to go give to that kid, what do they need? What is the one thing that will help them? If I got 20 minutes to go into my business right now, to do something, what is that one thing? What is the little hinge that will move that big door, okay? If I got 20 minutes to, uh, you know, to reset myself, what is gonna be the most impactful thing that I can do, okay? Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna bounce off here in Zoom and I'm gonna, I'm, I have to shut down this live, but then I'm gonna come right back live on Facebook. So all my 30 people, I'm glad it was helpful, Nadia. All my 30 people that have been hanging out with me here on Facebook, don't worry. Come right back, okay? Because I'm going live for the next 11 hours. 
So in fact, I'm going to shut down Zoom and keep this open, but I'm going to shut down this in just a second. So everyone else, pop in and out whenever you can today. I'm here to answer your questions. All my Zoomies, come right back, okay? And then you guys can be the first to answer. I'll, I'll do your questions first. Um, if I didn't get to them, I apologize, but we're going to do them first as soon as I jump back on Facebook, okay? Sound good? Cool. So Zoomies, I'll see you soon. Over on Facebook, just go to the free group. Okay, and then I'm going to go into starting our Facebook again. We're going to enter studio here. Dun, 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 dun. Yay, Alinda, appreciate you. Uh, it's like right now. So I'm coming over here in just a second. And let's see here. We're going to put on video virtual background recording hotkeys. I'm just looking through a couple settings here. I got to do audio is microphone. So we're good there. Settings are good. I'm coming over to Facebook land. We're getting close. Okay. I'm going to put on a little, um, Ooh, this is cool. I can add like a little, that's weird. Ah, banner, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for a banner. Okay. Create a banner, here we go. Um, go to preschoolchallengehome.com. I know you're still live with me. You guys are awesome. I'm, I'm coming over there. <laughs> go to preschoolchallengehome.com to register for our free challenge and get my free book. 100 copies left. Okay. All right, Facebook friends, I'm coming over. I'm going to add that banner. Go to preschoolchallengehome.com to register for a free challenge, get my free book. Okay, cool. So that's good. And now we're going to go live. You guys ready for this? <gasps> okay, I'm gonna go live and I'm gonna say goodbye here and then I'm, but come back, okay? Cause it's gonna go, you have to just hit a different Facebook live feed, okay? So my 33 people, I'll see you in a second. Gotta do a different feed. Here we go, go live. Okay, all right, I'm shutting off here and I'll see you over there. <laughs>